boobies. You like boobies. Vicky likes boobies. You're tacky and I hate you. Now are there any damn questions? Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? nice fish you know big fucking eyes but a nice fucking fish no topic too absurd no statement too asinine we are nerdities nerdy jersey's finest and i'm taking advantage of the fact that i have got announcer voice right now yes it's bassy yes it's deep yes it's an infection I am as ever am Mike, put your fucking tongue away, I shouldn't have to tell you this. I am Justin. Yes. We also have... Vinny, the Nat 20. <laughs> into that one later. And... Joe. Missing a Kyle, but you never know, he might float in there. Yeah, we had a uh, hell of a weekend, hell of a birthday weekend for me. Uh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. My actual, actual factual birthday was the third, which was Friday, which was a day I had something really fun <laughs> planned. That you know, it sounds like I'm about to say it didn't happen, but it did. I went to Smod Castle, Kevin Smith's Theatre in Highlands, Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey and saw a Q&A hosted by Kevin Smith featuring Anthony and Joe Russo. And the Q&A portion was delightful. Great back and forth. Those guys are really cool, really insightful, picked up a handful of stuff that I'll be applying to my creative endeavors. But that's not what's important about that trip. There's a there's a thing you notice when you're around a lot of nerds. We're around a lot of comic book people. We're really fucking weird. We have a lot of eccentricities. <laughs> there's, as Peter Venko would say, many subtle levels to comic book people. Uh, I interacted with a few as I was sitting there. Now, let me set this shit up. I got there at 6.30 thinking, oh, no, I'm way too early. I'm going to be standing on this fucking line. I was the second person in line. I'm going to be standing on this line way too long. But I'd already gone to one of the things there in the winter. I knew I didn't want to stand outside. So I wanted to get there as soon as possible. Turns out they were letting people in five minutes later. So I got to sit up front. And when I got to see, when I say up front, I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith accidentally spit on me once or twice. I was so fucking close. That part was really cool. What wasn't quite as fun was when you take that prime spot, odds are other highly enthusiastic people are going to also get there early. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Now, not completely, oh, geez, there's something else going on there. Uh, I go walking in to the, uh, the foyer, the vestibule. There's one fellow standing there. I was like, oh, is this, this the line? Yeah, pretty much. So I stand behind him. Another dude comes in, and then the door opens up again, and it's this this dude who actually kind of looked like my brother. 
which was weird. Yeah, that was the weird part. Uh, he asks where the line starts. Do I have to, do I have to stand outside? And we're like, uh, yeah, probably. Line starts here. He's like, oh, oh, do you mind if I close the door? And it's like fucking 40 degrees outside. So we're like, yeah, we'd prefer you would. Let us in a few minutes later. Uh, I sit down with three spots between me and the guy who went in there first. He needed two spots for his friend. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll leave a buffer spot. That's why I was sitting right in front of the podium. <clears throat> That's how it turned out perfectly. Or so I thought. Because this fellow who wasn't quite sure if he should close the door on a public building came and asked if this was open, sat down right next to me, and then handed me a three-page uh, diatribe, I think is the best word to use, and asked me to read it thoroughly. Oh, God. <laughs> Did he use the word thoroughly? Uh, he asked. He asked to you to read it in, in its entirety. Oh boy! Now I'm not there for that. I brought my iPad. I want to do a little drawing before I watch the Q and A. So I skimmed it, and it was essentially uh, his uh, his treatise on whether or not Thanos got away easy. Both versions in Endgame, whether they got away easy, whether he got away easy by not having to suffer when all was said and done, that he died a bit too quickly. And I was like, I, you know, man, you, you you bring up the Corleones in here, like there's a comparison between that and with his relationship with Gamora, and he cuts me off right there and starts rambling about something. It was at this point I realized this was a high-functioning autistic man. Oh. Mm. Oh. All right. And it really sunk in when he took the piece of paper, handed it to the person next to him, and asked them to read it thoroughly. And then when they did the same thing as I did, like skim through it, handed it to the next person that sat down and asked them to read through all of it. And then when they skimmed it, handed it to the next person, how everyone around us had to read it. And when he asked for honest criticism whenever anyone would start to talk he would automatically cut them off and start rambling on about how this isn't him trying to pitch anything he just these are thoughts he had to get out these are stuff this stuff rambling around his mind that he had to get out the, he has to express these thoughts to them he has to get these thoughts out these thoughts had for the first fucking time in my life I thought a gun was gonna get pulled shit yeah I was gonna say something like a manifesto it was close now the reason I brought up earlier the levels of nerddom, there's a dude on the far left, the ILC, who was a bit chunky. He had that nerd chunkiness to him where his lower half was skinny, but he had kind of frog neck. He was comic book guy. Oh, and when you heard him talk, yeah, when you heard him talk to people, he was a, he was a bit odd. He had, you know, idiosyncrasies, you could tell. But I could have a conversation with this guy. And I did have a conversation with this guy. I tried hard to talk to this guy and the guy behind him because they seemed like people I could speak with. This dude on my right, no matter what anyone said, thought they were talking about him. So he interjected on everyone's conversation, didn't allow them to talk, and then rambled over them. Unless he was looking at his phone and repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Now, my youngest sister is autistic. I've seen this type of activity. It's just complete obsessive compulsive. The dude all the way to my left with Frognak tried to tell him, I don't think they're going to... He wanted to hand 
this basically another printout of this thing in an envelope to the Russos. Oh. He wanted to ask the question, and it would have yeah yeah you see that look right there. It would have been a fucking five minute long conversation at the shortest, a five minute long question at the shortest. And they're like, well, you know, you can figure out a way to ask that, but they're not going to take this letter. And that's when his eyes got wide. When three people told him they're not going to take it for legal reasons, they can't take it. He really started to fidget. Oh, not only that, for your own personal safety, how do they know you're not a lunatic and didn't put anthrax in the envelope? Another layer. So, come to realize throughout this whole thing, there was another lady to the right in the group that I gave a little buffer for who was whose maternal instinct kicked in. And she was trying to talk him down the whole time. Because the fucking second that Kev came out, he stood up paper in hand and tried to wave it at him. And she's like, no, no, no. Let him talk. The second the Russos came out, he stood up again and was waving it. No, no, no. You should really sit down. At about, yeah, at about an hour and 45 of solid questions and even more solid answers from the Russos, the dude who played Rick Derris in Clerks, who's also the, the runner of Smodcastle, he's like co-owner with Kevin, yeah. comes up, <clears throat> comes up, taps Kevin on the leg. All right, cool. Russos get finished asking their most recent question. And Kev goes, oh, all right, kids, we don't have much time left, the Russos. They got to head out. And, oh, we started Rain Man rocking and rolling. Shit. Yeah. It sounds like he needed, like, a lanyard with, like, a laminate card in it. Like, hi, my name's Billy. This is me. Mm-hmm. Help me if you see me going crazy with a piece of paper in my hand. It, it, it would have helped. Because I'm not sure if everybody has had interactions with autistic people. Yeah. Like, yeah. As I've said, hell, I now have more than... Actually, I've, I could say I have multiple autistic people in my family. I was going to say... My we, sister. We have... Hmm? <clears throat> I was going to say we have a nephew. Yeah. There's my yeah. sister. There's uh, a nephew on, on our side. And there's another nephew on my mom's side who we're pretty sure is autistic. He might be high-functioning, or he might just be a fucking spaz. We're not sure. But he's he's on the spectrum, I'm pretty sure. The thing you realize about autistic people, and it's uncontrollable. It's not them being assholes, but everything is about them. They can't help themselves. It's yeah. absolute obsession. And this kid had absolute 100% fucking obsession. Fortunately... It all worked out because as they were heading out, he was able to get their quick attention and hand off his envelope and was able to hand his his uh, uh, treatise, I guess I called it before, uh, to Kevin to get his opinion on it. Now, I, I think highly of all three of those people, so I can't help but think that they put them all in a briefcase somewhere before throwing them out. Not just instantly going into the garbage. But hey, I wouldn't blame them if they did. They're very busy people. Yeah, well, the amount of letters they probably get with shit like that. I think Thanos should have banged Gamora. That should have been what I think you guys should read about. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. Why don't you have a movie about Elias? Elias is the most interesting character you've created at all. 
Him, a movie about him, and Jay and Silent Bob going to the moon would be the best film ever made and would actually get you the Oscar. Should you make a Clerks prequel? <laughs> I think it's think of the Oscar. <laughs> I think uh, it's your best bet. How about a Tusk prequel? <laughs> Do you think you could make a Mallrats prequel, like the Saloon back in the day, or like the Carnival in the early 1800s? They're all reincarnations yeah. of the people at the saloon. Uh, he, is he still making Mallrats? Is that still a thing? But from what I hear, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. He's Sandlering now, huh? He's just... <clears throat> he's having fun. Yeah. I, he, I, just, I just... I need him to make a movie with a happy ending now. After that watching Clark's nice. story. It'd be very nice. Yeah. Uh, they did the standard auction that they do before every show there. Unfortunately, there was only three items, and I was I was set to try and buy one. There was a poster from the night signed by all three of them. I was the first hand up. That went up to like 170 bucks. There was an Infinity War, Infinity War poster. I was the first hand up at 50 bucks. I was willing to pay. It's my birthday. I must splurge a little bit. That went up to 375 There was an Endgame poster signed by the two of them. Didn't even get my hands up before it was $100. That justifiably sold for 420 uh, and uh, when the number 420 was thrown out, my partner to the right hopped up and was like, and said, I don't even remember what he said, but it was not well timed. It was all about the 420 joke. Shouldn't see all snoochie boochies or something. Mm. <laughs> and as an interesting capper to the whole thing, he parked next to me. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, he drove himself. He was that level of high functioning. You never oh, can tell. Boy. The whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, shouldn't there be someone like a father or a brother or something helping this dude out? No, he, he had his shit and gear enough to to run his own life. That was positive. It, it, I'm not saying it ruined it, but it, it added that layer of tension and intrigue I didn't expect to the night. Intrigue. That's a good word intrigue. for it. I like that. The best way I can put it. Yeah. So that was my Friday. And then our Saturday. Saturday was pretty tight. Saturday was a war. Saturday was rife with battle. It was tough, man. We played D&D. &D. Well, most of us, Joe couldn't make it. No. Life happened. Yeah. Uh, She's doing better. That's good. By, by our little four-legged member of Dirtities is uh, she 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 got sick, but now she's she's doing better. She's eating she's eating kibble again. Yeah, still drinking a boatload of water, but that sounds like diabetes. Uh, it's something. We'll we'll know more once we get the ultrasound. But she's she's starting to act like herself, which is all right though. Good. The second Harry's member of Nerdies is doing better. Yeah. Kyle. <laughs> He's the first. Uh, a boatload of us got together at Justin's house and did our first uh, quest. The first leg of our first quest. First chapter in our campaign. Because uh, being, being a smart man, 
and knowing the people in our group as well as I do. I broke that bitch up into five chapters. Only five, huh? Good, good. That's smart. Yeah. Because um, I was like, well, if we manage to get into chapter two, that's a good thing. But I figured there'd be a snag. There were some snags. The first hour was a snag. Yeah. It's cool. Vinny got a little overzealous trying to make his character Batman. That's not what happened. That's absolutely what happened. You picked no. everything available for that character that made you come across like Batman, except like but, half the shit you can't do yet, and well, the, the other half, not even for your race. Not even two things. One, I can't help that the things I happen to think are cool just happen to be like Batman. Sorry. Not sorry. Okay. Two, two, can I finish? Two, ChatGPT is not as up to snuff as people think. I mean, it's your, your fault for using an AI. No, it's, 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 uh, your fault for using a read. Your fault for using an AI, yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's not as artificially intelligent as people think. How about that? I'm not worried about Skynet anymore. Just don't, just don't use it. Well, I use it for stuff for like coding and. Uh, That's fine. Use it for that, but not your fucking D and D character. Yeah, I gotta make another one. Do you? I got another, another campaign. I got another whole another family. What? Yeah. Who are you playing with? Uh, the family that I went on the cruise with. Their daughters love that shit. And uh, actually, I think the whole family does. So I might use some Mata Takaoaki. I might just use someone else. Pick a new one. Pick a new one. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it'd be, I think it'd be sacrilegious to be like against my, my clan. Yeah. Not just that, but then you'll confuse yourself. Yeah. Is Mike G involved in this one? Because he seemed to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. I think... I think it's another big party. I, uh... Pat myself on the back a little bit. For hand-holding us through that? Yeah, I did pretty yeah. good. It was a good fun story. No, you're great. It, it took us about an hour to figure out how to communicate with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this, dude. This kind of goes in my review, but I watched the movie Barbarian. Have you guys seen it? Keep hearing good things. So, without getting too into it, there's a dark room, a dark hallway. I go, me and Megan are watching it. I'm like, I'm going back upstairs and I'm calling 911. No shot. No shot. Not one, but two people just are like, oh, what's down here? No. No, and then I think back to D&D, I'm like, in in a science fiction fantasy realm, I'm going down that hallway. Real life? Fuck you. (laughs) No way. Should at least shoot the the fucking arrow down the hallway. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot an arrow down the hallway. No one did that. Oh my god, what a frustrating... When you guys interacted, when the, 
did you do it all in character? Was the entire thing in character? So, not not as much as I would have liked, because it was, it was everyone's first time playing. Okay. Yeah, it was a little frantic. Yeah, I did. I did voices for the yeah, various. Jason was great. The various NPCs. But While I was communicating with the NPCs, I tried to stay in character. Yes. Okay. Same. Yeah. They didn't like me. None of the NPCs liked me. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, I was a pile of shit. I turned you were combative. I, tu- I turned Vinny. <laughs> I turned Vinny into a slime. I was a com- combative pile of slime, and I was just disregarded as a fucking pocket pussy or so, some shit like so that. So what? What sounded like it could have been a handicap like against them was actually for them so i i knew from the get-go i knew when i started writing the campaign that i absolutely was going to torture Vinny because i knew what he was doing with his character uh and ideas had ranged from like making him a mute (laughs) i heard that one (laughs) or cutting his legs off and having gianone or kyle have to carry him the whole time Sounds like a Monty Python sketch. So, but I settled on, I settled on turning him into a slime, and then I was like, okay, now he's gonna bitch and cry if just if that's the only thing he can do. So I was like, he you can't he can't move fast at all. Um, someone's gonna have to carry you in a little pouch, and and Gino did, but he jumped uh, at the chance during battle is where it became a more of a saving grace for the entire crew. So it's almost a cheat. It was a cheat. Absolutely. It was, it, it was in order to cause the high leveling that happened in that, yeah. in that. So yeah. I'm a dungeon master that believes in, I don't care who deals the killing blow, but everybody's getting the exact amount of experience points that the creature has. I'm not divvying that up. I'm not sitting here and dividing 3,000 XP by seven people. No, everybody's getting 3,000. So, nice. yes. So, Vinny had two abilities. He could be used as an acid bomb twice during a, a, a battle. So another character can use him as a weapon, Right. And they didn't even have to roll to see if it beat the armor class. Like, if they used them, it was an automatic hit. Okay. And the other ability was, once during battle, Vinny himself was allowed to roll a six-sided die. And if he landed on an even, he consumed the enemy. The entire enemy party. Yes. Like, and if it was a group, is the whole, the whole thing. Needless to say, old Scoot's Nat 20 over there. Has loaded day, and every monster that they faced, he ended up eating. So, do you really have loaded die? It's question. No, I, it's questionable. No, dude. I just they are. They're heavy. Because I, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask how many nat twenties were rolled in comparison to critical ones, bro. Um, I rolled like. Two, I think, but I had a lot. I think I had like a plus three, so like anything seventeen or above, I was just like. So, so it it was very uh, escape room, like the first thing that they did to build. So it was a lot of like history of the room, and 
upon further inspection of the room. So they were rolling high, but Vinny was rolling really high. Um, uh-huh. And he got two nat 20s. Kyle and I both rolled a nat 20. Oh, nat 20s. I didn't have to roll anything for the first hour and a half. Yeah. I only rolled twice, I think. Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> well, because you, a lot of it was just, I was trying to get them their, like, sea legs. Yeah, so, it, was, it was a lot of history and perception, and I have none of that shit. He's a barbarian, so yeah, it's not... I'm a tank. Yeah. I must say, the lesson you taught us with James's damage, that is when everyone turned around and was like, all right, let, let's work together as a team. Yes. He had three hallways forking off of this main hallway, <laughs> and... Giannone shot an arrow down the hallway, <laughs> and because of some magic boobajoo, it came back, and you just decided who it hit. Yeah, yeah, and it, I had it hit James, and it almost killed him. <laughs> yes. Did anybody die? No. No? Okay. Close. Did, nobody had to do any, like, saving throws or anything? Keith Keith was close. Okay. Yeah. He, the night, the, the fucking night hag almost Ate that poor boy up. Yeah, I was very happy how the the ogre the orc situation. There was no answer for it. There was no because I was like, all right, maybe we should just attack him. And everyone else was like, no, no, no. Let's because like let's put a mist down. Let's try and steal it. Let's not interact. I was like, you know what? Maybe that's smarter. We'll right. get the XP, but yeah, let's not engage. Oh, you woke him up. They're engaged. <laughs> they have to fight. I'm like we should have fucking swung. All right, so we got our we got our cart. Let's bring it back. The cart stops. Why did the cart stop? An orc king, motherfucker! <laughs> you that pony and you punched that motherfucker in the dick. <laughs> then he ate him. <laughs> then he ate him. Uh, they, the slime was very full by the end of that night. Yeah. So they all That's leveled. Funny. They were. They're all level four now. That's crazy. Level four levels, like you leveled up to four in one night. It's because so they had they had a trio of orcs, which were low, but they were, they were getting you know I think it was like three hundred XP out of that battle. Oh. Then they had the orc war chief, who was like twenty six hundred or something. And everybody's getting that? Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, I, like, I'm, I don't, they're not fighting anything crazy by Chapter 5. Like, nothing, like, completely outlandish. But there's going to be a slog. There's four. You, you level up some spells. You're getting some more new spell classes at four. Yeah. Um, and then their main, like the main baddie for chapter one was the night hag in, in a labyrinth that appears out of nowhere in the mist in the middle of the Aldred wood. Uh, there was one consistency to the whole story. It wasn't quite as much a choose your own adventure as it was take whatever path you want to go on the adventure that Justin wants you to have, which makes sense for an inexperienced group. Yeah. The chapters following are a lot more your classic, like, I'm going to lay out the idea of the path. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. But, like, I needed you all to get into the groove of, like, knowing what to do by the end of that chapter. Knowing who to rely on for what thing. Knowing what everyone's abilities are. 
Because now how to use them properly. Chapter two comes the okay. What we're doing is an actual play, and now all of you have to act with each other as characters, because there's information about certain characters that haven't come to light yet that I cannot wait to drop. Oh, the other thing too was, so I created uh, an elf who is like the one who hired them all. He's sassy. He is sassy. And he had them take a shot to join the fellowship. But of course it's magic. Mm. So I hope they pay attention to all this moving forward. Um, The shot enacts a spell that as long as they're not in... The only time any of them can like die is in battle they can't turn on each other because or they can't like not look out for each other when going through dungeons or like dangerous situations because outside of battle if one of them dies they all die so they're all they're all binded they're all bound together via soul magic Soul magic. Just let your soul glow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, it was fun. That sounds like a that sounds like a lot of fun. Keith is a maverick too. He's just like let's just fucking run in there and, and smash. Yeah, he could be a problem at times. Yeah, he's totally like Team Hulk. My bro was shirtless by the end of the night. Yeah, he goes, I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was warm down here, but I, I don't know if disrobing was the answer. Yeah, I the campaign should have gone a little bit longer, but like, it was getting late, and Kyle absolutely was getting chewed out by Jill. Oh, oh damn. And like, it wasn't even that late at that point, it was only 11, or not even 11 yet. Right? Or was it 11.30? Uh, I think it was 11 when he started. He walked in the door around 11.30, but okay. like he was kind of packing it in around 11. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I she, I texted her about it a few days prior, because Kyle was like, I'm going to be at your house at, like, noon. And I was like, please don't. It's completely <laughs> unnecessary. Um, so I told her, I was like, he doesn't have to be here till six. I was like, but just so you know, it's going to be probably late. So she was aware. It doesn't matter. If it's an opportunity for her to be annoyed. Yeah. You're going to take it. When we finish this campaign, I'm going to float it out there to, we can do a Star Wars campaign or a superhero campaign. Because there are, like, uh, what the fuck's the word I'm looking for? It's like additional content, where it is, like, crafted to, there's a Star Wars one, there's a Marvel one, there's a DC one. We don't have to, like, I just want to take that concept and do it ourselves, because 
my campaign's homebrew as it is. I'm following no, like, D&D pre-planned out shit. So you just apply those concepts yeah. to the superhero or force-based world. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be fun. We'll get through this first, though. Yeah. Good, yeah. Alright. So, unless you guys have anything to expound upon, I'm going to hop into the show proper. Might as well. Yeah. Hop in. Oh, no rest in pieces this week that I could think of, right? No casting, <laughs> but that could be changing yeah. pretty soon. Let's then jump directly into trailers. Kingdom of the Earth of the World of the Planet of the Place where the Apes Are. It's a lot. These names have gotten out of hand. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes dropped their first full trailer, and, uh... I mean... I didn't watch the last one. I like the... I... I like the one before the last one. Like, Woody Harrelson was a good villain. I, I really liked... The, the initial one. The Franco one. Yeah. And I thought I was going to yeah. love the whole series. And then I watched the one with Gary Oldman. And I didn't enjoy it. There's just something about it that was off-putting to me. So I didn't watch the Woody Harrelson one. But now they seem to have gotten past the point where humanity matters. And it's straight up Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And it's their problems for the most part. And I do like oh. the idea of different ape communities falling into the same traps that humans did and Caesar's son having to deal with it that could be pretty sweet but I'm not going to see it in a theater I'll watch it when it's on Disney Plus yeah oh, it looks like or Hulu just I'm looking at the cast like the names of the characters it, this actually should lead into the Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes is Cornelius, which was uh, Roddy McDowell's character in the original Planet of the Apes, who helped aid Charles and Heston's character, I, is in I can't help but feel like that's not supposed to be the same Cornelius, that the Cornelius yeah. down the road is a reference to this kind of prehistoric Cornelius, because if they're going to do that, they have to be established more as a species. They have to, yeah. they have to be entrenched into what they are. Whereas this, they're still trying to figure out their own society. Yeah, they don't have clothes yet. They need pants. Wear yeah. some pants, cover up that ape dick. <laughs> that red mandrel ass is still hanging out. They <laughs> gotta get rid of that. Yeah, they, they need to be more structured, I think, and basically more fascist in a lot of ways. A lot a lot more dystopian. Even more dystopian. Because, like, where they are, or where they were when I last saw them, they were actually pretty well structured. They were moving in a positive direction. By the time you get to the Heston stuff, they're they're bastards. They're just furry humans. Yeah, well, they have scriptures. They have, like, a high council. Yeah. They're clothed. There's... That's still the... I don't... They're never going to beat that one. That's why I don't even know if I want to watch these new ones. I'm kind of where you were at, Mike. I, I watched the... One or two after the Franco one, and then I'm just, I, I didn't see the Harrelson one. I'm just kind of like, it's a CGI palooza. I can't. 
when it's done well, I'm impressed by it. It was more of the yeah. plot that the Gary Oldman one kind of, it lost me. Like still like humans like, Oh, we gotta we gotta bomb them. We gotta bomb them. they're they're the problem. The monkeys yeah. are the t- the apes are the problem. No dipshit. Humanity fucked itself over. You don't realize it by this point? It's the humans that pissed me off in the whole thing. I come to realize. As ever, nature is fine. Humans are the assholes. But yeah, that's coming. I didn't even realize they were making it. Uh, the Fall Guy, starring uh, Ken and Mbaku. Oh, shit. Speaking of Ken, that's who my dad went as for yeah, Halloween. He did. did. Did they blonde his hair up or no? Nah, nah, but he had the pink shirt. He had the Ken name tag. He had the little fucking Scooby-Doo neckerchief. It's incredible. It's incredible. We showed up on Halloween, and I was like, good for you, old man. I would have considered him Ken from Toy Story. Because that Ken, not quite as blonde. That's probably, yeah. Yeah. But uh, The Fall Guy, which was a 70s TV show, about every week a stuntman has to do some kind of public investigator or private investigator type shit or become a hero. Because that's what they do. Is Ryan Gosling's next attempt to take his shirt off. And this time he's doing it in front of Emily, Emily Blunt while uh, Winston Duke stands behind him and was like, all right, white boy. <laughs> I love Winston Duke. Winston Duke needs his own movie again. I mean, Us wasn't even his own movie. He was second billing in that. He needs to be a lead. Yeah. Uh, Echo looks a lot better than they seem to have been blowing it up as. It looks pretty intense. It's pretty violent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime a conflicted Wilson Fisk shows up and beats somebody's ass, anytime you see the humanity in Wilson Fisk, despite how big of a piece of shit he really is, when he's being a piece of shit to an even bigger piece of shit, I guess you could say. That's yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't care about the character, Echo. Um, Do you don't care about Maya? Say who? Maya. Is that her name? Yeah. I, uh, the trailer kind of swayed me in the direction of giving it a shot. I like the fact that they're not holding back. They're not PG thirteen it. They're gonna keep yeah. it that nitty gritty. That's what Daredevil. Yeah, shit's getting rough again. And you do see Daredevil that looks in. He, it looks like he's in that red suit. He is. No, uh, it no is mustard for him. I he find it nice it. that he had one moment in the yellow suit. Yeah. I'm perfectly happy that it's not going to. It's be iconic. It fit well in something cartoony yeah. like yeah. She-Hulk. Moving forward, nah, bro. Nah, not like nah. The Boy and the Heron <coughs> looks very anime. It's very Miyazaki. Very Miyazaki. Weird creatures with large noses. The fucking the cast is incredible. That cast is pretty ridiculous. Two Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah we're going to have to pull me, it up. I, I don't remember exactly who it is. I had it a couple weeks ago, but completely forgot to put it in on the show. It's got Christian Bale, Dave Batista, 
Gemma Chan, Willem Dafoe, Karen Fukuhara, Mark Hamill, Robert Pattinson, and Florence Pugh. It's a fucking murderer's row right there. I'm really appreciating the fact that Bautista is being considered, and rightly is, an actor now. I will say that Dave Bautista is the greatest wrestler turned actor. Yeah. He might not have the box office of the Dwayne Johnson, but his range is so much oh, better. Yeah. Not as a lead. But if you consider it in the same way that Sam Jackson has the biggest box office of all time because he's been in so many movies as a supporting character, just the Marvel stuff. It's true. And he's, Dune. Yeah. And he's, he's about to have a bigger role in Dune too. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of things. He was in a Bond. That's right, Joe. I can say it. It did well. Uh, he was in... That's that too. Yeah. That was that was Netflix, so I don't think we get a metric on that. But he did, did good work in it. Blade yeah, Runner, Blade Runner, if only for one sequence. My Spy. He's he's had he's had the money come in, and he's gotten so much better as an actor yeah. than a lot of guys like The Rock. Not to bag on him, but he hasn't really either challenged himself or been challenged by what he's been doing. No, he's The Rock. Yeah. Well, Pain and Gain, he was acting. I'm, I'm not taking anything away. Like, he's a good, like, he, he no, can, yeah, I know. He I'm can saying, act. Like, he can do it. He just chooses not to, I feel right. like. Right. Yeah. And then... He, he did Southland Tales, which yeah. was a stretch. He was trying to play a character, and how much money did that make? I made more money last week than that money that movie made. Yeah. Was that the one with uh, Sean William Scott? Yes. Yeah. It was like a weird sci-fi. Very weird. Yeah. And he, he did doing this shit. That, yeah. He did character choices in that. And I enjoyed it. I know most of the people who've seen it have enjoyed it. I love Southland Yeah. But it didn't make money. So someone got in his ear and they were like, just blow shit up. And then Cena falls in between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Cena is legit fucking funny. Yeah, he gets no love from uh, like a lot of critics for his. I, I from what I've read, like he doesn't get a lot of love. I, his his role in Cockblockers, hands down, one of the best performances he's given, and and Peacemaker is fucking incredible. Yeah, he's making a lot of he's making a lot of decisions similar to The Rock, except with Peacemaker, which is probably his biggest IP yet. It's got opportunity for him to really perform the moments where he's got to deal with his father's shit where he's got like yeah. introspective moments he's acting yeah. he's acting his ass off he's got the chops Batista's he's, got these he's gotten more moments knock in the cabin that that yeah. forced him to act that he was so fucking good in that Blade Runner he was so subtle in, in a scene that was a, essentially about action <laughs> he was so subtle throughout until the fighting started yeah. And fuck, we just on. And now he's got to do voice acting. Yeah. It, I was Drax. He's had to do a lot of stuff as Drax that were subtle and then broad and comedic. So yeah. It's the third one. Just he, he had such more. He had way more range. I guess more freedom 
to show those different sides of Drax in the third one. Well, I mean, James Gunn fell in love with him, so. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of moments in the second one. The stuff where they established his relationship with Mantis as being weird and fun. Shit. The end of the first one, where he pets Rocket. Yes. 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 Where you really started to realize this dude, he's got he's got emotional timing. So yeah, hearing his, he's got a great voice too. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna add so much to the boy in the harem. Yeah. When I'll he probably did, eventually see it. When he had that interaction with the kids in the third one, that broke me. Because yeah. you you felt like you know he lost his family, and he, you know ah. Uh, I didn't know you could speak that language. You never asked. Mm-hmm. Little stuff like that. And I didn't write down the other ones. You have them. Though. Uh, Good Burger Two dropped its like actual story trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for you guys that <laughs> actually. Sure about that. I'm gonna watch it. Not gonna bag on it, but I'm just gonna say. Good for you. That drops what this week? I think so. Yeah. Emphasis on drops. Yeah. Paramount. <laughs> Is it's, it plop this week? It splats on Paramount. Uh, and Family Switch. Jennifer Garner loves herself family uh, Netflix movies in which, you know, the the shenanigans ensue. It took me halfway through that trailer to realize that the 13 going on 30 reference was directly at her. Yeah. Oh, is she switching bodies again? Yeah. It's like um, Eleven doing a Star Wars movie. It's like, you did it. Something else. I, not even just directed at her, though, doing another one of these I'm in a different body kind of thing. The fucking genre. Coming from a guy who loves superhero movies, this whole switching bodies shit, it's kind of done. It's kind of completely yeah. done. After, after they did Freaky... Two years ago, they should have put it to bed for a while. You weren't topping that, and I don't think anybody here has watched that, and that's a uh-huh. shame. Because is that the one with Vince Vaughn? Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. That was fucking good. I really enjoyed the shit out of that. Yeah, Sam. That and the hot chick. <laughs> yeah. That that pillow fight sequence is one of the funniest things ever. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a stapler. Rob Schneider is a stapler. He's a carrot. President is a penguin. The only the only thing that seems interesting about that family swap movie is the dog and the baby. Yeah, yeah. I as they were setting it up, I'm like, they're not gonna. They're not going to do that swap, are they? Okay, I I would watch a super cut of the dog and baby scenes, yeah. but I don't want. I don't give a shit about this movie. You no, know, my biggest problem with these concepts are they know it's only going to last for a day. Call out of work, call out of school, just sit at home and ride this thing out. <laughs> nope, this is the day when the big meeting happens. I've got a test today. I was going to fuck today for the first time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a bomb on the bus, and I'm the only one who could drive it. Yeah. God. No reality in these fantasy stories. That's what my problem is. 
It's reviews time. Is it? There's no other trailers? No, is it? That's all five. All right, sweet. Uh, I watched The Haunting in Venice. That Me was, too. As as did I. <laughs> it was not full of whispers, Vinny. Yeah, stupid. There were some quiet moments, sure. But hello, how are you, boss? Stop being fucking racist. Was you like? How is it racist? Fucking. It's patriotic, patriotic, dude. Speak American, like Tina Fey. Yeah, speak like Tina Fey. This is the part she had in the whole movie. Yeah. Like Diana didn't like it, but she was playing like on Friday. <laughs> I didn't realize that Brenda directed all three of those uh, Hercule Poirot movies, and they didn't really push that fact. No, they don't. Oh yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah. I thought he was just in it, but no, he was running the show. Yeah. This one was fun. I fucking I, I love these movies, man. I knew going into that's why I didn't even watch Orient Express. I knew what the swerve there was. That yeah. had been ruined for me years ago. Yeah. Uh, I actually watched On the Nile. With us. I didn't know about that one. Just solid. Yeah. This one was cool, even though the big swerverino in it, not even the big swerve, the, the why he was seeing ghosts was pretty fucking obvious. But the shit that came out of it, and that final swerve with the kid. Yeah. That one I didn't see coming. So I enjoyed the dick out of it. Was very entertaining. Yeah, one out of three or two out of three is not bad. <laughs> Don't be sad. What an uncultured bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. Sometimes I like to speak French and I saw Victor Timely turn into spaghetti and Loki and couldn't give less of a shit. Here, here's my problem. They're doing the thing that all Marvel has done since fucking Endgame, where they're taking something that shouldn't take as long to fucking tell, and they're stretching it out too fucking long. Like, I'm, I'm almost at the point of touching myself when I heard that the Marvels is under two hours. Because I was like, oh, they're going to tell, like, a short and succinct story... And they're gonna get to the fucking point of things. That's that's refreshing. I love Hiddleston. I love Hiddleston as Loki. I love uh, Lightning McQueen as a dude who's like trying to keep his shit together. But like clearly, he had a life in which jet skis were involved. Right? That was a thing. Mm-hmm. The TVA. What? TVA is just. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, the only thing that's kept me intrigued is the fact that a sentient holographic clock is a complete monster. That whole bit going on in that episode where they were fucking each other over left and right, Mm -hmm. that was fun stuff. Yeah. But, like, we're... We're about to hit episode six this week? Yeah, the final episode of the season. Right. And I feel like we've gotten nowhere. Oh. There were some things in that last episode. I can't agree that with that because it, it isn't just about the plot. The point of this whole thing has been about Loki discovering himself and what does yeah, he really want. Loki's discovered and, himself for a whole season before this and a bunch of other fucking movies. Like, I don't... I, I, but no. I'm not, against, I'm not against him developing more as a character. I'm against taking five fucking episodes to figure it out again. Like, dude, come on. Like, 
there's no... I'm happy that the both of you love it as much as you do, but, like, there's no fucking defending it. Like, you can love it. Sure there is. But it's, no, it's not that like great. It, so you don't want to defend it. I'm throwing out reasons why it's defendable. Because at first, he figured out he figured out a way to care about himself. Now he's got to figure out a way to care about other people. That's the point of this. That's what they get to in this season. When Sylvie... I don't know if you saw the, if that was the episode that you just watched. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's in the most recent. No, no yeah, so you're you're talking. Yeah, you're yeah. talking the one I just dropped. Yeah, there's a conversation between the two of them where she basically has, has asking. She plays the Mobius part and is like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck are you doing? What mm-hmm. do you really want from life?" And he has to lay out what he really wants. And is that in the pie? From, is that that in the fucking automat? No, no. That's this. Okay, because I was gonna say yeah. they had that conversation. The only thing that annoys me about the show is they're doing Doctor Who shit. It's basically you you set up the peril and then you circumvent the peril in a way that doesn't necessarily make sense. Well, just because you can be sci-fi wibbly wobbly. I agree with Justin. <gasps> Dude, they wibbly wobbly wobbly Casey. That's all I got to say. That was pretty cool. They're doing fun shit. It's just, I, I do feel like they're breaking their own rules sometimes by being like, yeah. everything's come to an end, but it didn't end because it's, yeah. it's like the episode, the first season where Smith was in there, all of existence ended, and then Amy Pond brought it back because magic, and the doctor disappeared, and she brought him back because she thought of him. Yeah, it's that kind of shit where it's like have some reality to your structure in your have a level of reality to your fantasy that makes sense and they're kind of doing that now but as long as the the writing the dialogue is good i can cope hiddleston had some great monologues just not now justin's right not a fan of what they're doing um not a fan either i'm gonna hate watch the shit out of it (laughs) we know (laughs) next five episodes and you're like hey remember this scene I'm gonna gonna furiously jerk off while I watch (laughs) speaking 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 of living color skit uh, I think it was David Langer and David Waynes men on film oh yeah (laughs) two snaps in a circle (laughs) Um, however Gen V I'm still only on the first episode was fucking great they do such a good job of telling a story set in that universe and then connecting it all and bleeding right into the beginning of the fucking next season of the boys is it over did they finish Gen V yeah okay I saw something about Homelander arriving on the campus I saw a shot of him landing does show up he's not the only person to show up from the boys I'll unfortunately have to binge it, I think. And that, like I've said before, is not a show that I want to binge. That world is not something you should watch too much of at once. Not really. But it's so good. Um, I'm going to nerd out a little bit on my review. Um, of course you are. Not done Oh, yet. yeah. The uh, okay. Last week on D- Disney+, Plus, they dropped a... 15-minute documentary about the making of the final Beatles song. Now, I didn't watch the documentary, but I watched the song. 
the will not lie ad feels. Oh yeah, the, I, the AI is such a sticking point in many things, and but the Beatles were so uh, so much on the forefront of technology when they were when they were around. This would have been a thing they would have embraced, and they needed it to separate Lennon's vocals from that piano. That was what was holding up when they were recorded this song back in '94. Was George said, "It sounds like shit." We can't, John's vocals are just not clean. Let's not release this. So they didn't recreate John's vocals. No. But they used technology to Isolate. augment what they had. Yes. So I, can, I can respect that. When they, when Peter Jackson was putting together Get Back, they basically created this AI technology to isolate audio from the really old film that, that that just reels and reels of film that they put together for Get Back. They're basically they using the same shit they did for Hamill's voice. Yes, so they, they used that, and it's John Lennon sounds like he recorded it yesterday. My God. And then that music video, directed by Peter Jackson, um, was beautiful. It's a nice enough song, and the way they, they layered the old and... Current versions of them yeah. was very emotional, but it's not as the last Beatles song. It's I. It's all right. It's it's not it's not the rock and roll. It's not it's you know, but it's it's you know, it's the only thing we have. It's it. That was that was unless well you can't because George George is gone and you know that's it. I quote Dom DeLuise. That's nice. It's not thrilling, but it's nice. I've listened to the song like 50 times already. <laughs> no doubt. And as I'm in my Beatles shirt and... You bought it on iTunes, didn't you? No, 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 no. I uh, Spotify. I, I already give them money. Um, who hosts this show. So I, I, I yeah. Keeping it all. You know, support, support them. Um, but just phenomenal. Uh, that documentary is, is very well done. Happy for you. Yeah, that's very nice. Back to uh, the other reviews. I watched My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 today. Because it just dropped Why? on Because my wife and I enjoy those movies. That's great. Sometimes I like uh, very simple movies that aren't full of explosions and like mutant genes right. and stuff. Right. It was good. It's, it's been a solid trilogy of films. They tell a nice family story. They take their sweet ass time putting them out. They do. But it's fine. They work it into the whole story. They don't ignore the large passings of, of time that happen. So I applaud them. I guess it's better than forcing movies out every three years when it's like, oh, now we see the kid at six. Now we see them at nine. It's like, no, let's have a big gap, and then yeah. here's an important moment that it's happens. It's like, oh, the, the kid's in high school now. That's cool. And now in this one, she's in college. Oh, good. <coughs> the dad died in real life, so they worked that into the story. Oh, yeah. Thin, that guy. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, but the thing I was most excited and pleased with that I watched, I finally got to sit down and watch Into the Spider-Verse because I found out the other day that my shit of a child watched it without me like three weeks ago. 
Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Across the Spider-Verse. So um, my wife, the darling that she is, sat down with me and watched it the other day, and my God. They really know what they're doing over there, don't they? they? At least with that character. I, like, it's, it's a case of, like, DC, right? So, like, they're only good at their television shows and their animated stuff, right? Most of their motion pictures aren't great. Sony has that problem, too. Without the hand-holding of Kevin Feige, all the other Spider-Man movies were eh, and then you get, like, Venom, which is a guilty pleasure of mine, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's not good. It's the same thing with Morbius. It's not great. But the Spider-Verse stuff... Oh, man. I say it every time. It's fucking transcendent it's, what they're doing with that character, with those characters in there. It's visually stunning, right? And just so fucking well written. Now, it that is, was long, too. That's like 240. Those I know. You don't notice You it. don't feel it at all. They take their time. There's scenes where they're just like, there's nothing happening but facial expressions. And you're happy with it. Remember when we watched the Batman when it premiered over here and you had already seen it, but you were like still watching with us. And I was like, holy fuck, how long is this thing? Mm-hmm. Didn't feel that way at all. It's constantly moving. It's and, and they're pulling it's stuff. Not. They're pulling stuff out of books that I've spent the last few years reading and just like things are happening. And I was like, oh, shit. So she's doing the oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, well. Blah, 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 blah. And then... I your Kevin Smith moment. Yeah. And then she's like, you get into the Hall of Spideys. And she's like, are all those real? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- this whole thing. I was like, that's the video game one. This one appeared in this. That one's from the comic book. That one's also from the comic book when they did this whole story. I was like, they did the story in the comic books years ago, but they were... There's these, like, fucking spider vampire people. Um, they were the inheritors, right? Yeah, well, yeah. it started with just one. It started with Moreland. Like, oh, there's a family. Yeah, and then, like, they were, like, kind of backwoodsy Victorian inbreds. It doesn't matter. I was like, th- and then that begot this whole thing, and then was, th- it was great. And the point of it, that Miles doesn't fit in. Like, they set it up earlier, and you're like, why is his mom talking like this? Yeah. But that is a concern that parents have. Their kids are going to go out into the world and get shit on and not know how to deal with it. And he's strong-willed. That whole fucking sequence in the web, whatever you call it, the spider hive, where he's got to fight for his life, and what it builds to, the big swerve at the end that, if you're paying attention, isn't quite as much a swerve. It does suck that it's going to be like three years until the next one comes out. <sighs> Dude, I know. <laughs> Where does that stand right now? Nowhere. It stands absolutely nowhere. Three hours, huh? It doesn't is feel that, it doesn't feel like it at all. Is that streaming on It's on Net it's on that, Netflix. It's on Netflix? That's how we watched it. Oh, Even though I've had yeah. Mike's disc for like a month. It's actually 220. 220, yeah. Doesn't feel too And I think the biggest miracle out of the whole fucking thing, the spot 
is now a viable character and a dangerous villain. Yo. And they didn't start him that way. No, he's very goofy. Yeah. He is a joke to everyone at the beginning of that movie. And then at a certain point, hits Omega-level danger. When in reality, he had a very dangerous power set that just he wasn't tapping into. To keep the story like they weren't letting him tap into it. Yeah. And the first, like, 20 minutes is Gwen. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. But, like, what a good fucking job. <laughs> um, I have one more. I, saw, like, I think I said earlier, The Barbarian. I don't want to give too much away because it is a thriller. And, like, you know, I want you guys to hit all the points, but pretty much it's the Airbnb, two people book the same one, and it gets weird. Now, I've heard all that about it. Is is it that one of them is weird, or they discover something about the place is weird? All of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to. I didn't want to say that much because it kind of takes away. Okay. So there's just because, something uneasy about the whole deal. Yeah. You, you the whole time you're watching, you're like, I don't know. Don't what, do that. What's don't it on? Don't do that. What's it on right now? Because wasn't it on? It's on Max. Max. It's on the Max. Or, it's on Max. Yeah. That's a good. One. And it's it's pretty short too. I think it's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's short. But no, it's definitely one you guys should watch because it's something I don't want to talk about so bad because it's like, I would never do that. Now, is it horror? I know you're not a big horror guy. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like this the whole time. (laughs) You're pounce, you're ready to pounce? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was like our last send-off for uh, Old Hallow's Eve where like our Omar and then we'll... Take a break from. Yeah. I thought that was gonna. I thought I was gonna be done with scary movie shit once November first started. But I keep watching these horror history things on YouTube that are breaking down characters and stuff. They're good. Can't seem to yeah, get they are good. Did you see the rumor mm. that JLC's character is gonna take over the Michael Myers moniker because he's dead? Who? No. Jamie Lee Curtis, JLC. No. But that Laurie is going to take it? No. Because no. how we jumped into the guy, and then he's Michael's dead now, and she's going to be like, I don't know. It was like, I, I don't know. It was a fan there. It was like a quick scroll through. It's just like a woman holding a machete now, or fucking kitchen knife, or whatever. And it's the, kind of the same mask, but obviously a woman. That would be an extremely limp dick thing to pull at this point in the game, especially since they've teased that concept. Yeah. A bunch of, like, have you ever seen the breakdown of that timeline or that... Are we talking um, about Halloween? Yeah. With all the... The this Halloween one. branching universe? Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine it's kind of like a, a fucking bamboo tree where it's kind of doing one of these. Yeah. There's five separate timelines going on now. Yeah. Between the original Halloween 3 being its own thing, 
the two zombie movies, and then the what they call the the Laurie Strode universe, which is the last three. Yeah, there's at least four different versions. And you got the McBride help write one. Dave McBride wrote the last three. He helped with Did the it? director, yeah. uh, Michael Gordon Green. Yeah. Was that reviews? Was that all the reviews we had? Those reviews. Good. I'm trying to think. I think that's it. Sopranos, two seasons in. Saw. I did see Loki episode one. You guys talked about that. The Venice Whispers. Uh, how Barbarians, is she, super good. How is she on Facebook? But Kyle has not popped back on yet. Who knows anymore? All right, let's get a little news in. Yeah. Uh, when they finally start making the new Blade movie, it will be R-rated. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear the rumors about this shit? Uh, that there have been a lot of different scripts, and one of them had him as, like, fourth build. Yeah, like, they man maxed them. Yeah. And then they came out and they, they shot that down. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I have to err on the side of that's... It probably has more water than not, because obviously you're gonna say no, but it, it's gonna be written now for what one, two, third, third time, something like that. I have no doubt there was a script in there at one point that uh-huh. didn't focus on him as much as it could, but something tells me it's being exaggerated, where he was kind of the boogeyman, and there were other people. Yeah, uh, that Larrington. I am glad. Well, I am glad that they did not go that route, though. Yeah, but now we know it's going to be R. I'm. I think I brought it up earlier. I just hope it's the MonsterVerse, where Werewolf by Night and Man Thing and all these <laughs> other characters that they vaguely set up, Ghost Rider. and also Bloodstone, show up as his supporting characters, and he gets to lead some kind of team. That would be fucking awesome. It would yeah, be redemption for Blade Trinity. Even if they didn't like uh, mean to do it. It's kind of like how they set up the Avengers anyway, so it could fall into place. I'd love for that. I'd like to have their own little, his little corner of the MonsterVerse. He doesn't even necessarily have to get involved initially with Secret Wars, but because he's part of the shit anyway, him and his boys will show up. Naturally. That'd be sweet. The final season of Letterkenny will be dropping December 26th. And they have got a, they've got an incredible way uh-huh. of letting people know about this stuff. Love it, love it. That's a great trailer. It told uh-huh. you nothing, but it told you everything you need to see. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Actually, have you started Shorzy? I'm three episodes into that. Those go down pretty quickly. Yeah, they do. I enjoy it. I actually enjoyed this season more than I did the last season of Letterkenny. It's obvious they put a lot more thought into that. Yeah, hopefully. The final season, season 12 of Letterkenny, uh, has a bit more weight to it. Not necessarily weight, but uh, the laughs are stronger. Yeah. And the plots are more fun. I think COVID really put a damper on Letterkenny (laughs) during the writing and, I guess, the production and everything. I think the big letdown for me is when when COVID was coming, we were coming out of it, they said quite a few times that they were going to use that 
as a plot point. Mm-hmm. Like the pandemic would be brought up, and I would really like to see their take on what happened over those years. And they just didn't. No, they didn't do it for that last season. Maybe that'll be some part of some reference to it in this upcoming one, but it seems too little, too late. At this yeah. point, just give us a strong ending for all these people. Yeah, like Wayne get married to Rosie or something like that, or I just need to. I think the the best way to end it would be for Rosie to get pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and he's got to be a father. You know how much he gives a shit about kids. Uh, last story actually should have just jumped into this one based on what we were talking about with Blade Marvel is considering shifting the primary antagonist role from Kang over to Doctor Doom for Secret Wars gee I wonder uh, why yeah (laughs) I saw a funny headline from the hard drive today Kang versus the Flash movie ends 20 minutes into production (laughs) (laughs) I uh I don't think they need to change the villain. Just just we know there's variants. Just have someone else coming in playing them. Yeah. It's 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 a fucking it's a simple fix. It's the it's the most easy handoff they've had with a character to just be like, well, he is problematic. Just have some other dude come in and play him. Okay. Yeah. I know they don't like to do it anymore. Then recast a character. Yeah, they don't de- love doing it anymore, but in this instance, where they're at in the story, totally doable. Yeah. Make yeah, it weird. Make, make this Kang a chick, then. You don't want to bring in a dude? It's a chick. Okay, cool. Make it an alligator. Fucking non-binary. Who gives a shit? Uh, they, oh, yeah, yeah. But being... Bro. But being... Being a Kang, like, it's that's the easiest fucking thing to do. Not, I have nothing against Doom, but it'll feel weird because mm-hmm. we're not going to, I mean, we're just going to be coming off of FF before this, and I doubt they're going to set up Von Doom uh-huh. in it. I think they, they should. They probably could, especially where they're at now, if they want a tangible villain. I think, yeah, but they didn't have to do Norman Osborn with fucking Spider-Man. No. So. They eventually got around to him. Knowing what the comic version of Secret Wars was, the most recent one, which I think they're going to be pulling from a lot, given the multiversal angle, I would like to see Doom. I'd just like to see a live-action version of what they did there. I fucking loved that. We haven't had enough time with the new Von Doom to... Unfortunately. To, to flesh that fucking story out. It'll feel way too rushed. Unless yeah. you drop him in somewhere before... No, even, if he's, even if he's in FF and he, he shows up somewhere in another movie, you're talking about, like, years of comics time. Or at least a year building up to that story. Like, it's not... He would have to drop in the Marvels. Yeah. And there's no place for him in like, the Like Storm? Did you see that? I rumor. There's the shot. I, There's a shot of someone walking by. Uh, uh, by Monica. Monica, and it it does look like a fucking X costume. That is what I hear because I did see one something that said like it, it, it ended on an X, and I've heard rumors of Beast. I've heard you know. It's definitely a woman. If they're gonna build off of Kamala's mutantum. 
that's the place to do it. Yeah. If, because we know, we know the X Men are coming. We know the Fox Universe X Men are coming. We know everything's part of the fucking. Yeah, everything's that's canon. Question. Do you bring a previous version of her, or do you start a new one? I would hope that it's someone new. Because if you bring the previous, it's going to lead into Deadpool. But the problem, yeah, but the problem we're going to have here is, it's all great that everything's going to come together for Secret Wars, but after Secret Wars, nothing that's existed before can exist going forward. No, because it just well, it'll muddy the water too much, with the exception of Deadpool, because that's how it's all going to fucking happen. But like, you can't give me the two different X teams that Fox has. And then plant them in the MCU. I'm not going to fucking tune in. No, at this point, that timeline is just a shit show. The yeah. only way you can play those characters any anyway isn't something wacky like Deadpool 3. Where you, they just pop yeah. up randomly. You need to, like, reset now. You need a fresh start. Same characters, new faces. I, I agree, because Dark Phoenix was... Uh, oh, so bad. It's bad. Speaking of that... Did you guys see the other rumor circulating the internet, the interwebs? Are you talking about them wanting to bring back the OGs? Uh, well, then there apparently is a deal in place for an OG character already set. Well, yeah, we're getting Secret Wars. They're all coming back. Every, yeah. They're going to pay through the fucking nose to get Downey and everybody else back oh, for Secret yeah. Wars. Yeah. They're all going to be there. Yeah, the question being, how important are they going to be? Right. They're not going to be the focus. Because no. that would just, that would tease too many people for moving forward. No. They'll show up at some point in it to tag our nostalgia, you know, like to tug on our nostalgia, but they won't be the focus. And this whole concept of them doing another movie with the six of them as the focus, it's fucking insanity. No. It's not going to happen. They can't I, afford it. The and six of them? The, game. the six of them will show up as a team in Secret Wars. Yeah. We'll get a nice moment with them. It'll be an alternate reality version of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll we'll be get a nice little moment. goodbye between Hawkeye and, and Natasha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, just it, narratively, it makes no sense for no. them to go back to that team. They'd have to do, do think, so much juggling. Do you think if things continue to flop, Hold It'd on. be hard pressed Stop. to not do it. Stop for a second. Sure. Nothing's flopped. It's not um, it's not performed at like the height of their stuff, but there's been yeah. no flops. Quantumania <clears throat> made money. What kind of forever made money? Love and Thunder made money. They they all they all made, made money. their money and grossed. Right. It's just not there's just not as much satisfaction. No, it, right. you know, so they're, they're not guess, hitting endgame levels. Where does profit versus where they were? There's that. There's this level, right? Where do they want to be versus where are they versus where they could be? They have to build towards that intensity again. They, endgame set us such a high watermark that I think they realized we're not going to get there without stuff. Something like Secret Wars, and for the time being, they're gonna have. To, I think they've. They know they're going to accept that it's not going to be as interesting to people. They're gonna to have to rebuild the ship. Mm-hmm. 
and they're going to catch some flack. They're going to do shit that people aren't loving as much. They're going to do a lot of things, and not all of it's going to land as well, but it's really all financially doing fine yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Like, people are complaining, you know, the Marvels and everything like that, all the hate that people are giving it. <laughs> it's going to make money. I want to see it. I want to know what's going to happen. I'm I'm still invested. I'm, I'm completely invested into the Marvel universe. I want to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's working out. It's it's going to take a while to get back to those. It takes a massive event movie mm-hmm. to pull off billions of dollars now. And even you know, I'm gonna look up Wakanda Forever because I think even that did. That did well. Yeah. All right, you're doing Wakanda Forever. I'll do Quantum Mania. So I guess well, I'm not saying that they necessarily flopped, but like. Quantum didn't get that great of reviews. Um, you know, a lot of the shows, it's that's people what I, loved it or hated it. There's really no in between. That's what I mean. It's not a flop. Ooh. It's just not everybody's licking its ass. But that's yeah. what that's with yeah. anything. That's gonna happen. And, and COVID hit impacted theaters Don't, so much. That's not that's not an excuse. No, it's twenty five dollar barrels of popcorn. That's what impacted well, theaters so much. Quantumania had a budget of two hundred billion. It grossed worldwide four seventy four seventy six. <laughs> Wakanda Forever made eight hundred sixty million dollars. Yeah, that's Money's huge. Good. And yeah. it it did well respect wise. They're they're not as consistent as they were. You remember Phase One? Even the movies that weren't that well loved. I was like, wow, we haven't seen shit like this as a superhero movie. Like, Thor, people mock it. It was still interesting. It was still sure. new. Yeah. Because there was a lot more time in between. Now they're putting out three movies a year with three shows. It's the saturation point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Not everyone's going to get involved. It's unfortunate. It's the, it's, the, it's the Star Wars effect, right? So we went yeah. from, like, you know, the prequels came out, what? Every three, four, or five years, some shit like that. Three. It was ninety-nine, oh two, and oh five. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then they tightened that up, even actually worse than tightened it up. They put one out once a year. Yeah. And then you had you know, Mando. You had all the other shows. Like it. It is. It's just. It's. It's oversaturation. It's. Uh, I have one more question on this. Mm-hmm. Say they do do a small cameo for the original six the Secret Wars not they gonna, all get together it's not going to be small it'll well, it'll be relative to what they're used to yeah what if they all get together and they're like man that was fun we should do another one down to 60 by then yeah, yeah. It, I think Liam Neeson was like 75 when he did Taken 1 yeah but <laughs> For the amount of money that it would cost them. Oh, yeah. Well, Downey's contract for Endgame it was, what, 50 mil? 25. And he got a percentage. 25 up front. And then whatever the back end shit was. They can't afford these guys long term. No. Oh, no. Evans, Evans doesn't like doing these movies anymore. He said so many times he's conflicted. He loves what it did for his career. What he can do now... But he, like, he doesn't like putting on the suit. He doesn't like putting his body through it. The only person who seems to be sticking with it is Hemsworth. Because mm-hmm. he's got a lot of creative control. And he's gotten to work with a friend. He's yeah. gotten to work with Waititi. 
and they just have silly fun together. It didn't work out they, for the last one. They know they have to tighten up this next movie. Yes. Yeah. And they've announced it. I think that was actually an announcement this week. Yeah. That there yeah, is Thor, in production. Thor 5 is happening whenever this shit ends. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the other side of the pond, the penguin has been officially delayed by Max. And to go in on that, Superman and Lois is also ending with season four on the CW. I am telling you now, Pattinson was so wishy-washy on the Batman shit, and they're trying to tighten the reins. I do not see the Batman 2 happening. I absolutely think that they're going to cancel the Penguin. And anything that's not a James Gunn thing now is going to get shit-canned. Foliadu will be the last Elseworlds thing that comes out. I think you're misreading this. I think... Oh, fuck. (coughs) I agree with Mike. The reason Penguin is getting delayed is because of the strike. They needed to time out closer with the Batman 2 because it's so interwoven with it. Uh, Lois it. and Clark, the new adventures of Superman, was lucky to get four seasons. That thing was a bastard child of a dying universe. Tell this me. time has come. Mike is just dropping knowledge on you, bro. Get that off your face. I'm telling you. We'll be lucky to see a third the Batman. I think. I don't think we, we get. Do, I don't think else. we get a second one. Uh. I think Pattinson was more committed than people believe because he's a fucking weirdo. He's even said, he's stated that he's he didn't want to work out. He didn't like wearing the suit. He, he was bullshitting. He came out afterwards and said, I, he goes he, in interviews, he fucks with people. Oh, I know. I've, one of those I've seen interviews with him. Yeah. He, he messes with people because he doesn't like that part of the industry. So he's, he's a committed actor he absolutely worked out he absolutely put himself into the role and i think he wants to make two more of these i don't because he found somebody he likes to work with i don't think it's happening we'll see disney wow dude would you just drink haterade or <laughs> disney is buying the remainder of stock for hulu they're now going to be the sole owner of hulu shortly As long as they don't drop all the anime on there that I watch, I'll, I'm fine. I gotta look at that, see uh, what the price is on Hulu right now. Uh, I think I just went up ninety nine a month. Yeah, seventeen ninety nine. Is that what you said? No, no I paid price. Uh, he meant the oh. stock price. Oh. Oh. That's weird. If you type in Hulu on Robinhood, it doesn't come up with anything. Interesting. I wonder what it's listed as. Anyway, let me do my research on my own. Uh, the reshuffling of Daredevil Born Again is ongoing. It has a new showrunner, the Punisher's Dario Scardapane, uh, who will lead a new writing team, The Hollywood Reporter reports. Loki Season 2's Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead will be the directing team for the remaining first season episodes. Uh, I like all these pieces that are coming together for Daredevil now. Twitter is uh, basically down right now. 
Oh, that's good. Hulu is not a publicly traded company. Oh, wow. It's privately... Comcast is the majority... Or the other majority shareholder. So that's who Disney's buying it from. And they only have to get 10% of the company now. Because Disney apparently owns 90%. Yeah. They're making a sequel to It Follows. Called They Follow. Why? I don't know. Money? Money Follows. No. Stupid movie. Uh, speaking of stupid movies, you know how the term Barbenheimer was thrown out there for the opening weekend of Oppenheimer and Barbie? Yeah. Well, thanks to the cinematic genius of people who bring you things like Sharknado and La Valanchula, there's going to be a Barbenheimer movie. And in the movie, you're going to see Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer living in Daltopia, and after a trip to the real world, real world leaves her spiteful against humanity, she decides to blow it all up. Is this being made by the blood and honey people? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet, but there you go. Get ready for Barbenheimer. And when will this premiere on sci-fi? Even I, even sci-fi might not have it for this. This is this is gonna end up on like Shutter or some shit. Like Shutter. And before I get into food news, they announced just a few hours before we went live that they're making a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. Do you hear who's involved? The dude who did the Maze Runners. You hear producing it? Uh, Avi Arad. That's it, yeah. This excites me. This is interesting. Wes Ball is the director. Yeah. He did Maze Runners, and he did... What the fuck did he... Oh, he did Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, Kingdom of the... Land of the Planet of the World of the Apes. I, uh... I'm so happy. Oh, so it'll be a dystopian high roll, huh? Starring Chris Pratt as Link. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's too big. He'll be Ganon. He could be Ganon. He, uh... Holland is good. You know it's going to be Holland versus Pratt. It's going to be Holland or Chalamet. Because he's wayfish. You think they spend that much money or they get an unknown? Probably. I mean, honestly, they'll probably cast an unknown. And I think the bigger question is, what kind of link are we looking at here? Are they going to actually have him talk or are they going to try and figure out a way to have a silent protagonist? That would be incredibly interesting. They could. Because A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2 happen. Does it make sense narratively to not have him talk? I mean, it works in the games. but It works. I mean, it'd, it'd be fine if he talked. I'm not against it. He just don't give me the, the talking link from that fucking god-awful... Late 80s cartoon. Well, excuse me, princess. No, I have none of that. 
That sounded like Sonic the Hedgehog. No, that was Legend of Zelda. <laughs> which is also on Tubi. Because everything is on Tubi. Um, everything you care about is on Tubi. Everything. Uh, something I care about drops tomorrow for a teaser or a trailer. Actually, it's a trailer. No, we're teaser. not talking about it. We're not talking about it because it didn't drop today. Fuck them. Damn it, Joe. Fuck them, okay? I'm, I'm not Fuck happy them. about this. Me neither. I'll be happy when I watch it like 600 times tomorrow. Oh, I know. Me too. Yeah. And we'll talk all about it next week. But they're not getting any extra time because who does that? Who's like, tomorrow we're dropping the fucking trailer? Everybody. Fuck everybody. And fuck Marvel too for like pretty much putting all of the Marvels out now in like 20 different trailers. Yeah. I stopped watching trailers for movies now for years. They release the movie. I don't watch them. Like, I don't watch past, like, the second trailer. I'll watch the teaser, then I'll watch the first story trailer, and then that's it. The most recent one is, like, a plot trailer now? Kind of. Well, it's basically because they played it during halftime for the Jack game, and I was watching that awful, awful, awful football game. Um, And it, it opens up with, you know... Don't tell me! No, it, it, it. This has nothing to do with the movie. It basically is just an homage to the past. You yeah. see, it's, well, it's, it's like a highlight. It's a highlight. You reel. see the, the, the Avengers, and it's okay. like, yeah. yeah, you just yeah, see clips from the previous movies. That's been popping up on Facebook for the last couple of days. I'm just like, fucking stop it! I already have my tickets. Shut up. The yeah, one, so. the one interesting thing I keep hearing is everybody keeps saying that like some huge thing goes down. In the fucking Marvels. They're going to need to, because I think that's been the thing people are pissing and moaning about. Okay. Nothing earth-shattering is happening right now. If what happened in that trailer does happen, that is pretty big. If it happens on the scale that they're showing. Not not the X-Men thing, but... Right, enough teasing. Yeah, I'm not, I, won't, I won't say it, but... Yeah, Come on. Something. We're all looking forward to food news. Let's get to it. Yeah, baby, it's you know food news time. Happens? Right now, Kyle back in. <laughs> I had one pop in and pop out. I had one just for that motherfucker. Because related? No, it's his favorite pie. Goontang? Pe- pecan pie. <laughs> ben and Jerry's is dropping a pecan pie. Just in time for the Thanksgiving. It is buttery ice cream. With pecans, pie crust pieces, and thick caramel swirls. That sounds delicious. I'm going to be all over this fucking thing. This sounds incredible. Can't make that ice cream. Bitch, you're like, nom, 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 Guy Fieri. Is dropping. He's dropping a booze. Flavor Town Spiked. A fruit punch cocktail. Which he says tastes like adult Kool-Aid. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's dropping at a liquor store near you. I'm assuming sometime soon. It's dropping when you push it off the shelf. And Hmm. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to taste it. Maybe they'll make shooters. Maybe. It's got to taste better than anything at Chicken Guy. It, It tastes like mac and cheese. This is so weird. Why does this taste better than the mac and cheese? 
we've got Dove is getting in on the holiday shenanigans this year. We have sugar cookie soap, peppermint bark soap, and cinnamon pumpkin pie soap. You know, I was about to make a soap joke, but I'm like, no, it's the fucking ice cream company. Why is this food news? That's uh, soap news. Because they're food scents. They're also going to drop a hot cocoa body scrub. Mm-hmm. My balls are going to be smelling like hot cocoa. Does it get more intense the sweatier you are? I hope so. Ola Churros, now in your grocer's freezer, has a cross-promotion with Trolls. They have a uh, regular cinnamon sugar-dusted churro bite, a chocolate-filled churro bite, and a twisty churro bite, which is like two churro bites twisted together. It's like churro DNA strands. It's in your sugar. (laughs) General Mills is dropping a line of loaded cereals. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Loaded is uh, your classic CT Crunch cereal outside with vanilla cream on the inside. They will be having a Cocoa Puff version as well with vanilla cream. And a Trix version with vanilla cream. Honey Nut Cheerios is dropping minis. So what cereal used to be safe for children to eat uh, due to its size and the fact there's a hole in it. It's now a tinier version, so that's good. Are they just the little dots? Like every other fucking mini is? No, no, they're O's. They're just mini O's. Okay, that's weird. It's like a little O, like when you shit. Lowercase. And you have the little O. Mm. Maple Cinnamon Cheerios Hearty Nut Medley. Featuring Cheerio cereal, crispy flakes, almonds, and pumpkin seeds. I love me some Cheerios. Tricks with marshmallows. Of course, sugar, sugar. Berry Swirl Lucky Charms. (laughs) Reese's Puffs Peanut Butter Lovers. That's all fucking peanut butter cereal. Uh, Kate Trevor Wilson was right. There's way too many fucking cereals in this country. That's it. And that's the end of the food news. For this week. Is that the end of all the news? Does anybody else have anything to bring to the table? I have a nerd of the week that is breaking news. Oh. I have a... Where is it at? I have a douche of the week. Uh, The parents of the kid who just ran out to hug Woody while he was walking down the the pathway at Hollywood Studios. Did you see this video? No. Uh, The guy in the Woody (laughs) costume is walking along and some kid just runs out to hug him. Fucking plowed. No shit. (laughs) The kid's lucky he didn't hit his head. It was one of those where he gets hit, but he kind of grabs onto Woody's leg like he intended to and slowly goes down and, like, lands on his side. And Woody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And some of the handlers come up and help with the kid and help make sure Woody doesn't fall over. And he's like, we okay? Does the thumbs up, thumbs up. And then kind of slow walks Pink Panther style away to make sure nobody else gets bumped into. They never, there's two angles of it. No one sees the parents anywhere. That's great. Yeah. 
Fuck those they were people. probably getting ice cream at the ice cream stand. What do you want from them? <laughs> this kid needs to get fined or something like that for touching Woody. Mm-hmm. Put him in the prison. Lifetime ban. Yeah, <laughs> get out. You can't show your tits, and you cannot run up to Woody, or you're banned. No, you parents can stay. Your kid is kicked out. <laughs> no, <laughs> parents are fine. They're in the right. Mm-hmm. They're enjoying themselves. They paid their hard-earned money to get the ice cream and the turkey leg. This little kid's acting up. Fuck him. Uh, my nerd of the week. I don't even. I think it was at a recent convention. Four Supermen. I Dean, saw that. Yeah, Dean Kane, Brandon Routh. Uh, why can't I remember Smallville dude's name? Tom Welling. Tom Welling, and the most recent dude on Lois and Clark or whatever the fuck that show is. Lois Tyler, and Superman. Tyler. All Hilton. took a picture with some kid. That's great. Yeah, that gentle, is. So I think it was a Make a Wish. Yeah, the, 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 uh, that that is an awesome picture. Yeah. There's only one Superman yeah. in that group, but good, good job, guys. I would but like season nine, by the way, Smallville. <laughs> he never really wears the suit. We only get to see it for a moment while he's taking his shirt off. So I think he's just a Clark Kent. <laughs> he's the Blur. <laughs> Ohio. For just tonight, voting in favor of amending the state constitution to enshrine abortion rights. Yes, this is a fact. So Ohio said, fuck you. Don't tell me how to control my own body as a woman. And to them I say, bravo. Good job, Ohio. You know what they say, Ohio is for lovers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well put. Uh, that was good. Oh, and uh, I want to give props to the judge in the Trump case. That's gonna have that motherfucker locked up. We 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 only hope. We we hope he's not getting locked up, bro. He's gonna get yeah, that's a civil he, case. It, it's he's not gonna get locked up. His business might get dissolved. So. Yeah, the, other, the, the criminal ones happen next year. No, that's right. Yeah. He, My bad. But if he can't afford to do anything, his business gets locked up, and the, some of the states just totally t- say, yeah, he can't run. Oh, he can't be on the ballot. Be if Donald Trump had to go to a public defender. Oh, that'd be great. You guys are crazy. He's going to make another another run and he's going to make a bunch of these little tours he's going to make money on his tours sell his t-shirts signing tits yeah he's going to make money on it and then democrats are like well we're going to do something about it so we're going to get a chance 17 times this guy is just doing this what is this dance he does oh that sad this one one? Uh, i'm stuck in my body Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's like volleyball. They're just going to keep serving the ball back over the net. They're not going to utilize their three hits. I've seen this game before. He's not helping himself. They never do, but they still skate by like fucking. Oh, Aksana I, uh. It's a deep cut. That is. Oh, and, and this is going to sound really weird. Um, better. I'd like to make Jim Cornette nerd of the week as well. Don't you? 
I I, I hate cornet. Um, shit, where did it go? He called out Glenn Jacobs, uh, mayor of Podunkville, wherever the fuck. Formerly Kane. Yes, formerly Kane for posting on Twitter that 90% of these mass shootings take place uh, where there's 100% hold I I don't want to fuck up this quote because Cornette's response was incredible (coughs) And, and I don't like saying that because I think the man's a fucking asshat so, Glenn Jacobs says, 94% of public mass shootings in the U.S. occur in gun-free zones. To which Cornette responds, and 100% of them are the fault of gutless elected officials like you who pander to the right-wing hillbillies instead of acknowledging the insanity of our gun laws and doing something to severely restrict access to them. So fuck off with your MAGA horse shit, Glenn. Uh. <laughs> I stand with Glenn. <laughs> Shut up. So bravo, Jim Cornette. It's the best thing I've heard you say in your entire life. Do you think he said it while he was waving a tennis racket? Was he typing it with one hand and waving a tennis racket in the other? Probably. I never got that bit. I never fucking understood it. Right. I think we talked enough. Take it home. If you like what you hear, uh, do the things Kyle normally tells you to do. Like it's tech nerd, it's, it's us, at anywhere, anywhere Twitter, on the internet, Instagram, Facebook, the dot com. Go to Spotify. Tell your friends. Leave some ratings. Preferably subscribe. Five-star. Subscribe that shit. Go to the YouTube channel. Joe will tell you about that in a minute. I'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself. And then I'm also going to tell awesome. you to go to can't uh can't stop. I'm gonna tell you to go to nerdities.myspreadshop.com and buy our cool t-shirts, hoodies, thongs, socks, aprons, uh, cock socks, whatever the fuck. Doesn't matter. They're there. All the things. You want to put your child in a onesie featuring Matt Demon? Knock your socks off. They're there. You want uh, some nice Disney-related shirts slash Disney-related Christmas shirts? Head on over to can't stop the rope dropped at myspreadshop.com. Listen to that podcast. I mean, I don't have to tell you. Uh, the ratings are pretty good. If I do say so myself. On both shows. All the shows. We're doing good, kids. And uh, Sinful Creations by Justin.com. That's C-I-N-N-F-U-L. Creations by Justin.com. And that is where you can get your hands on some delicious sweet treats created by yours truly including hey have you heard from pat uh no why well because they ordered stuff Uh, oh yeah he said that they ordered why i thought there might be something wrong with his order no i just wanted to know if he liked everything but the the holiday menu has dropped kids and here are the items that you can bring home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Chinooka, you know, all the festivuses, 
you can get stained glass cookies. Delicious. Chocolate peanut butter frosted cookies. Some people here got to test, taste test those on Saturday. Boys, how were they? Damn so good. good. So Damn good. good. It's weird having that flavor as a cookie. I, I realize like the, the more cakey, like the the bounciness of a cake made it taste different. Yeah. Not not bad, but just it's a bit more dense than a cookie. Pumpkin cream cheese Should cookies. Offer those as a cupcake down the road. Should. Pumpkin cream cheese cookies. Snickerdoodles. Andy's mint stuffed cookies. Hot mm. cocoa cookies. Caramel pecan hand pies. Peppermint mocha mm. brownies. I did that for Joe. Joe's a little basic white girl. He loves the peppermint mocha. Yeah, I, I look at you. You're getting all. You know I love the peppermint mocha. Dude, yeah. peppermint mocha freaking everything. Peppermint mocha brownies. That's that's some espresso flavor in the brownie with a peppermint ganache on top with crumbles of candy cane pieces. Ooh, that's good shit right there. You got some gingerbread caramel cookie sandwiches. Yes, I lifted that from an experimental prototype city of tomorrow. Maple frosted apple blondies. Spiced apple cranberry ham pies, red velvet brownies, and cinnamon walnut horns. Holla at your boy for all your holiday dessert needs. Also, building of good. Also, uh, we go on our annual Christmas hiatus, but don't. Be upset, kids. We'll have two new specials for you. One, the Nerdity's Christmas special that may be a little bit like a Hallmark movie. Hmm? May be exactly like one, since that's the point. Featuring our good friend, Sophie Queen, as the starring role. And then we're going to get silly drunk and have Bean Boozled and yell at each other about what should and should not be on the Nerdity's top 100 television shows of all time list. Justin and Vinny will fight. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mortal Kombat! Building on what we said earlier, basically if you type Nerdity's into anything, uh, if there's a subscribe button... Hit that subscribe button. Except for, except for Pornhub, Joe. Are we on there? Yeah. Not on Pornhub yet. We're yes. Okay. We when, are. when we are, hit the share button. We're on only Hit the subscribe button. And hit bells if to get notified when new content's coming that's on YouTube. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it on your timelines. Share it on your tweets. Share it. Sharing is caring. All the caring. I'm willing to star in the first Nerdity's porn. You just gotta find my co-star. Uh, are you, are you possibly into doing male male? Well, we can get a nice DP DVDA shot. <laughs> if you want to give us a budget for this, write to us at nerdies at gmail dot com. But if you want to give us a budget for the projects that are coming, because there are a lot of them, coming. too many to list, but. So many that you will love it. So hit that bell. Because You're not just going to love it. You'll like it. 
they will be coming. And if you want us to, uh, if you want to sponsor Nerdities, write to us at gmail.com. We'll croon, we'll spoon, we'll talk about your business and or product. Alright, the Nerdies crew are idiotic and poorly thought out, but don't worry, next week's going to be far more insulting, and my voice won't be nearly as bassy. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And the Dreadhide with Robin, I have come for you, so there will be no survivor. Joe, I got nothing on SAG after over here. Uh, I, dude, my Twitter is friggin' just. Oh, here we go. Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, fuck no, really? shit. Fuck All right. There's, there's still meeting. I have to peace. Oh, <laughs> fuck bye. And why should I care? Hmm. Drop.